Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning. Welcome to Friday's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. The topic of bullying among teens has resonated with singer-songwriter Maria Bushley from Laytown. So much so she was inspired to write about it and she's released a brand new single called Hero. She's going to join me for a chat. Ghostface is back on our screens. Niall O'Brien brings us the lowdown on Scream and all the latest releases hitting cinemas in real reviews. Plus he has tickets to the Omniplex to give away. And I have a cracking Friday Floor Filler song guaranteed to get you dancing. That's on the way as well. WhatsApp and text lines are open 086 1800 658. Eleven to one on LMFM with Gilmore's Kings Court. See Gilmore's.ie. Sinead Brazel on LMFM. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. Ed Sheeran kicking us off with Castle on the Hill. And I am feeling good this morning. I am. Yep. Feeling great. This news about COVID restrictions lifting has given me a lot to celebrate this morning. And it really feels like the start of a return to a life that's just better. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to say life before COVID because I don't even know if that really will be the case. But I think at this stage, you know, we need to just take a little bit of personal responsibility. Whatever makes you feel safe. But I just need to live. I need to live again. I need to live my life. I need to socialise. I need to interact and connect with people again. And I'm very much looking forward to kind of just, you know, seeing people a bit more sponta- spontaneously. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, in the next little while, seeing people in the studio with me. That would be lovely. It really would. Just, you know, going into a buzzing coffee shop or to a bar or to a gig and just kind of celebrating my life. I mean, I remember March 2020 when Leo Radcar made the address to the nation and we were here on the show and I was told, listen, you're going to have to go live, first of all, to that address. So that was a little bit of an education in technology and all that for Sinead and all of that. But we were standing around 
And we were like, this is this is something else. This is like unreal. This can't be happening, this sort of thing. And now we've been waiting to hear two years on all that we're hoping that Taoiseach Michal Martin will give in his address later on. And they are saying it's going to be a memorable address like the one Leo Varadkar gave back in March 2020. And whilst I think other countries, you know, have thrown to the wind, uh, caution to the wind prior to this, I feel this could actually be a good thing for us at the moment. I think we have... I trust the scientists who are and you know and the health professionals and everything else that are saying listen you know we're out of the woods we're out of the woods you know don't you look after yourself and your own personal responsibility and what makes you feel safe perfect but you know I think it's a great day for the hospitality industry as well they have suffered an awful lot and it's time for them to celebrate and welcome us back in and uh, I don't think anyone's going to be too daft you know I hope so. I hope so. I'm I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to revel in the moment of all of this. I really am. We need it. We need it. Oh, we really do need it. And uh, there's lots that's going to keep you celebrating and excited on the show today because we have our Friday Floor Filler song. It is great. It is a great song. Again, from the 90s. I'm on a bit of a 90s vibe. That's a little clue for you. I will be playing that very, very shortly for you. A little hint. Our Friday Floor Filler song will be played in reverse. Just to give you a little bit of a taster of that. Of course, it's Friday, so we'll have Niall O'Brien talking movies as well. And no doubt he'll be delighted that cinema restrictions and all of that will be lifted. So there's lots to look forward to. And before we get to all of that, I have some great music. Like this one. That was a song that was guaranteed to have people run to the dance floor as well. Mojo, Lady. On LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, this is nice. This is a nice little bit of news for Harry Styles fans. And I did uh, notice this actually the other day that he is going to be coming to the Aviva Stadium. Oh, yeah. How would you like to win tickets to see Harry Styles at the Aviva Stadium on June 22nd? Oh, yes. The tickets are going on sale on uh, January 28th. But if you tune into the Brecky Show... Next week, you can find out how you can win tickets to see Mr. Harry Styles at the Aviva Stadium on June 22nd. You can also check out LMFM's Instagram page to win as well. We have tickets. It's exciting. To an actual gig with Mr. Harry Styles. He puts on quite the show. Oh, there's a lot of buzz around his live shows. There really is. And uh, fans of him, tune in to The Breakfast Show all next week to find out how you can win tickets. Now, very shortly, I'm going to give you a little bit of a taster of my Friday Floor Filler song. Friday Floor Filler. On 11 to 1. Yes, on a Friday. We like to have a little bit of a dance party here in 11 to 1. We do. Round about, well, just after the 12 news, I play a cracking Friday Floor Filler song. The song that makes you just stop what you're doing and want to dance. And because it's Friday, we just need to unleash, you know, all of that frustration and stress that we've had all week and just forget about it for three or four glorious minutes, however long the song is. And just, you know, have a bit of a party in your kitchen, in your car, in your office. I don't care. I'll be dancing here in the studio, you know, and just let loose. So uh, you need a little clue, don't you? What song am I going to be playing for you after 12 today? Okay, well, as we always do, 
we play it, we play the song in reverse just to kind of give you a little bit of a challenge on a Friday. So here is nine seconds of the song in reverse. Can you guess my Friday floor filler song? <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's a great one today. I think you'll definitely get this one. Okay, what is my Friday floor filler song? I can tell you it's a 90s one and it comes from Italy. It was an Italian group that are behind this. Okay, that's good. A few clues there for you now. 86 658 Can you guess my Friday floor filler song? And Dua Lipa. Cold, cold heart. On LMFM's 11 to 1. Oh... Lots of you on the ball today. Yes, uh, Jamie's on board. Yes, he has it. Uh, Joanne Grendon in Drodish, you have my fl- uh, Friday floor filler song. Uh, Sean Finn, is it? Yes. Uh, also, um, uh, Will from At The Boy has it. Clive Doyle and Kells has it. The girls in Stockwells, they have it as well. Oh, there's no mess much this morning. If you think you know what it is, just keep them coming in to me just for a bit of crack on 86 658 Now, with the rise in teen bullying becoming increasingly concerning, my first guest felt inspired to raise awareness about this through a song. We're going to be chatting to renowned local singer-songwriter Maria Butterley from Laytown. She has penned a really beautiful song called Hero, all about kind of teen bullying. Uh, We're going to chat to her about the inspiration and the song just after these. 11 to 1 on LMFM. With the rise in teen bullying becoming increasingly concerning, my first guest felt inspired to raise awareness through song. Renowned local singer-songwriter Maria Butterley from Laytown decided to pen her song Hero to raise awareness of the effects bullying has on teens. It was produced by Bill Shanley and recorded in the world-famous Windmill Lane Studios and is a story of a young teen being called names in school who dreams up of a fictional hero character. Uh, The song, through the lyrics and upbeat tempo, brings a lot of hope in an otherwise dark period in a teenager's life and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by singer-songwriter Maria Butterley. How are you doing, Maria? Good morning, Sinead. That was quite an introduction. Thank you. Oh, it's so deserved because you know what? It's great to have you back on 11 to 1, first of all. This new single is great. I had it on this morning and initially I was kind of, I was really surprised by it because I thought it was going to be slower and uh, was really pleasantly surprised that it was so upbeat in in tempo. Was that the intention? Yes, I guess, yeah, because it is a heavy kind of, you know, yeah. topic. It's a serious, serious topic, I suppose, as opposed to heavy. And, you know, rather than to sort of the whole idea of the hero, although it's um, a serious topic that, you know, to show light at the end of the tunnel, that there possibility, there is way, there is support out there and that, you know, um, I, as as uh, an adult, can identify um, or try to reach to identify with, you know, young teens and even adults in the workforce. I've heard of bullying issues before as well, but obviously a very prevalent topic, you know, um, which would be more or less in the bigger kind of scheme of things would be from the teens. You know, yeah. social media has a, a, a huge impact. I, I hear, I, I teach a lot of teens as well, but I, I just, I know from myself being 
you know, a child of, of uh, I have experienced, had some bullying issues, you know, of when I was growing up. Um, but even today, there just seems to be more support there. And I want, you know, that needs to be, I suppose, raised awareness on that, that there is support out there and that, you know, we I do get it, you know, that, that the, the, the impact of it, of how it has on teens today, you know, especially yeah. on, on like cyberbullying. You know, I hear people, kids say, well, you know, I read something on social media and they feel pressured that they have to some, be somewhat compliant to that if one other teenager says something, you know, that's in fashion or that's uh, in the news or they're, they're this or they're confident, you know, can it kind of tickles on their, their confidence or lack of confidence and self-esteem. So, yeah, the, the, it's upbeat. So I just wanted to get more catch of attention on it rather than have a somber kind of song, you know, for such a serious topic. It might just maybe... The, the dynamic of it might just kind of touch in with uh, teenagers more, you know. Yeah, oh, definitely does, and I that's and that's what it is. It jolts you kind of out of that straight away in the in the first time you hear it. And I mean, you're touching on a lot of things there. I mean, I like yourself remember being bullied a bit in school, but I don't think it is it was anything near as bad as what teenagers have to put up with today. Because as you rightly mentioned, you know, it doesn't stop once a, t- a person leaves the school grounds. It continues over phones and WhatsApp and social media. The the torment becomes relentless endless really yeah very much so. like you've hit the nail on the head there it, it, it really is that it's just it's not just within the school it's when they leave the parameters of that you know in all spa- aspects kind of of their life you know and it really does a number I think on um, the self-esteem the confidence and it's a, it, you know it's a very a tender age time in your mm-hmm. development you know of, of your, your own kind of personal growth and like you say kind of Sinead I'd be on board with you there although I experienced elements, elements from it in my teenage years I don't think it was any Anything, you know, as as impacting or, you know, kind of a wound that didn't heal for, for yeah. a long time, you know, and people suffer from major anxiety and, you know, should we know the cases from kids at school of suicide rate, you know, I don't, mm. don't even like to mention that, but, you know, it, it, it seems much more serious today, much more vicious, you know. Yeah, oh, completely. And that's the, the, the very extreme end of the scale that, that, that has devastating impact on people. But this song, you know, it's called hero it centers on a teenager tell me about it because there's a lot of hope in this song yeah um i guess you know my songs always tend to have a bit of a message of of, of support and, and and trying to get little messages out in that way you know but in this one here um it's it, it, it stems from um a child uh being bullied in school and um the whole idea is that, you know, you can't say go back and just, you know, attack and, and be a bully yourself to attack the bully. You know, it's not mm. really the, the answer either. But to show that, um, to just tap with, you know, to have, I suppose, just a fantasy world, you know, that sometimes we nearly live in, you know, um, to, to escape that rea- reality. But the, the fantasy world, I suppose, for this person is just kind of dreaming up a fictional character that represents a hero. But really what I'm trying to say is that there's a hero in all of us. Mm. There's a hero in whether it's internal or external. So just there is, a, there is a hero within yourself that can resolve that. There is an inner strength to yes. draw from and to show that you each person as a human does have that but to be shown how to tap into that 
to be able to draw the strength so that you feel you're, you're not completely on your own and that you're, you're just, you've, you've nowhere else to, to go to get the help, that it is there from within yourself, but just to get the support to show you how to tap into that. Yeah, and it's communicated so well, it really is, through, through, the, through the lyrics. I mean, was it, not, it must have been a difficult process because not only are you writing on a very difficult subject, but you're also trying to get back into the mindset of a teenager, Maria, not an easy thing to do. No, it is not. <laughs> well, I've been, you know, as I, I, I suppose um, during the lockdown, that was a big kind of uh, change for me. And of course. Because obviously as a, as a performer out gigging, you know, and a lot of the artists, um, outlets just got cut like that. So it was like, okay, what do I do now? Self-employed, where do you go? How do you make your money? You know, um, it's all great to have lovely profiles. You've done this, that and the other. But at the end of the day, it's bread and butter for every mm-hmm. artist, no matter how big you think they are. Well, at my level, there is obviously bigger, higher successful that would have maybe restores of income. But, you know, you have to reinvent yourself all the time. You know, you have to be sort of in a market where people want to hear your music. They, you know, that, that what is it that they like about your music? Um, but for me, the lockdown kind of came and I just, I kind of, I have a studio set up here at home and I just buried my head into the creative side to help me deal with it because I felt like very isolated yeah, and course. being on your own isolated is, is bad enough. But then not to have an outlet, you know, even for somebody maybe just to have a hobby or something. For, for me, it was my music. So I started putting the pen to paper and I was teaching as well and I was doing Zoom lessons um, teaching, you know, students of this age group. Mm. And that's really what triggered it for me. And just the more you teach, you know, you kind of get into get to know them a little bit and they get to talk and just talk out what kind of problems they have going on or, or what's, you know, what's prevalent in school and what would be, you know, an issue for them. Because I would use music to help them. Um, sorry, I meant to mute my phone there. I would use music to help them you know, touch into that. Yeah, and it's like a therapy, isn't it? It's like a therapy. therapy, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Putting the pen to paper, whether it's songwriting or teaching them or vocal lessons or guitar. So it was a way for them just to say, right, even if you can't get out, hear something creative, just just to get the head, you know, empty the dust in the thoughts. So when I started thinking that, you know, I kind of went into my own childhood thoughts, you know, of that scenario and then like, like you said, I thought, well, gosh, you know, it's really not as, wasn't as bad, you know, yeah. my day was bad, but you know, you kind of just get on, dusted yourself off. There was no last longing effects from it, you know, yes. and uh, scars or anything like that, like there seems to be now and I think the cyberbullying, or the social, the, uh, I suppose the, the social media aspect that they have so much access to mm. This is where the problems come in. don't even know, you know. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're, you're totally right. And you know, as you're talking there about being creative and, and, and locking yourself away and writing, I mean, Blue Mandolin is pretty much your masterpiece of an album, Maria. I mean, people have said it's the best album to come out of Ireland since A Woman's Heart, which is absolutely accurate. Uh, so I have to ask you, since you locked yourself away into all this creativity, can we expect another album soon? Yeah, I'm I'm working on an awful lot of stuff at the moment and, and uh, two separate kind of projects. One is um, more originals and also an album of um, some collective classic songs Brilliant. that people would know. So that's, we, we, we'll 
we won't give too much away on that because I'll, I'll come back to you on that. Oh, you'll have to come back to me on that. That's year. very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, but I was, I was doing, I'm doing, a, I compose a lot of instrumental music um, for film and TV as well. So I really locked my, you know, it's just another avenue to find yes. ways if I couldn't get out to gig, you know, then I could compose for more visual media. So That's fantastic. Fair play to yeah. you. And you're just adapting, as you said, all of the time. Uh, now, you did uh, mention there that uh, you, you couldn't get out to gig, but you will be gigging soon, I hear that you do have a gig coming up in February. That's right. So as the uh, the doors are starting to uh, open up now, um, my next gig, I, I officially launched that Hero just there November or December. And oh gosh, it, it was hard because it was such a, a small number of people, you know, being able to attend. Um, but that was at the Windmill Lane recording studios in Dublin where I did record it. So this is a, a promotional um, small tour that I'm trying to do now with the hero because it's such a, you know, a prevalent story. And, and yeah, yeah it, the song itself is getting great response. Um, like you say, people are really, you know, enlightened by the, the upbeat tempo and uh, the positive message, even in such a serious topic. So my next gig um, is coming up Friday, the 11th of February. And locally based there in the Seamus Arts um, centre there just outside Balbriggan in the Nall. So uh, do get your tickets. Um, uh, right now they're running at 50% capacity, but who knows? That could oh, open that up could by be Monday. changing. It could be changing, <laughs> Maria. You could have a full crowd. It could be fantastic. Actually, the tickets are going pretty well, even for the 50%. So please, God, it will open up to um, the full, you know, the 100% yes. so that everyone can get. And I really would love to see because it, it, it's such, you know, it's just such an outlet just to get out. And of it's course. very COVID safe, you know, they do their COVID certs and, you know, wear the masks and that. So it is very COVID safe and, uh, you know, nicely spread. It's a beautiful little venue and they're so supportive of, of local artists there. They do great work. So please do come. You can get your tickets um, available on the Seamus Arts Centre uh, website or mariabutterly.com uh, website yep. as well. So that would yep. be fantastic. Fantastic. Now we have to hear this song. I'm going to let you introduce it for me. Okay, so this is the first play on LMFM radio. Uh, but before we do that, I just want to say thank you so much for t- for writing the song and for joining me on the show today. It's such a pleasure to, to see you back writing and back gigging and everything else again. And as always, such a pleasure chatting to you. So I'll let you introduce your song. I'm re- it's all ready to go here for you. Thank you so much, Sinead. So I'd like to introduce my latest single titled Hero, and I really hope you like it. Thanks so much to LMFM for airing this for the first time, Hero. Here it is. Here with Hero, absolutely brilliant. You can check out more details, mariabusherly.com. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Whether you're extending, building or replacing your windows and doors, talk to your local Senator Windows dealer today on 1850 77 Temperatures out there, 6 to 7 degrees. Sunset is at 4.47pm. Sunrise tomorrow, 8.26am. On this day in 1921, British crime writer Agatha Christie published her first novel, The Mysterious Affair at Styles. And today is Hugging Day, one of the simplest days ways to show affection it's something people do with loved ones all the time however we are missing a hug and you know hug people today you're allowed LMFM Northeast Update Monday and Sharon Shannon with Galway Girl News at 12 is approaching and after that we're talking movies with Niall O'Brien and get ready to dance we're going to have our Friday floor filler song
still to come on 11 to 1 ghost faces back on our screens Niall O'Brien brings us the lowdown on Scream and all the latest releases hitting cinemas in real reviews and he has tickets to the Omniplex cinemas to give away as well and I have a cracking Friday Floor Filler song guaranteed to get you dancing that's all on the way 11 to 1 on LMFM with Gilmore's Kings Court. See gilmores.ie. George Ezra, blame it on me, kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. And before I forget, it is Friday, which means Friday floor filler, where we just sort of let loose in a little while, a little while, not not yet. Build up your energy there, conserve it for a little while. But uh, just to give people a little bit more of a taster, most of people are getting right uh, today on the show. Can you guess my Friday Floor Filler song based on this little nine second clip of the song in reverse? Here it is. I love the end of it. 86 We're going to be playing that very, very shortly. Now, we are going to be ch- chatting about this man in Real Reviews because as well as being a mega music star, he also had an interesting film career as well. And we are going to be talking about Meatloaf. Uh, it's very sad. This is very surprising. I think a lot of people are shocked about this. He, you know, as you heard in the news there, died uh, aged uh, 74. And we're not sure cause of death or anything like that hasn't been released. But... um. Yeah, very, very surprising and sad news. This guy is an absolute legend. Such a a voice. Oh my God, his voice is incredible. And he pretty much is the the king of the power ballad, really, you know. Sold millions of albums worldwide. And of course, Bad Out of Hell went on to span a musical as well. Um, But very sad to hear about the passing of Meatloaf. But we are going to talk very briefly with Niall O'Brien about um, his career in movies because... He really surprised me. I mean, I would have known him, obviously, from Rocky Horror Picture Show and he did pop up here and there in different kind of cameo kind of roles and stuff like that in movies as well. But his role in Fight Club is fantastic. And I really thought, oh my God, Meatloaf, fair play to you. Like, I mean, he plays such a role that I don't think many uh, actors would take on. It really is fantastic. So we're going to be chatting about that in real reviews a little bit later on. But first, it's time to check in and see what else is happening in the world of showbiz. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. Hi, I'm Hannah. Love Island star Teddy Sayers' car has been broken into with his girlfriend Faye Winter's new camera and shoes stolen. Faye took to her Instagram to call out the culprits. Turns out, transpires, somebody's broken into his car and taken my camera and my shoes. (laughs) Great. The camera that I brought last week. I have no words. There are some absolute scumheads out there. Enjoy my camera, hon. Shame there's not a sex tape on it. A cease and desist letter to Jamie Lynn Spears from Britney's lawyer, Matthew Rosengart, has leaked online. In the letter, it demands Jamie Lynn cease and desist from referencing Britney derogatorily during her promotional campaign for her new book, Things I Should Have Said. Philip Schofield has revealed he almost ran over A-lister Orlando Bloom. The presenter spoke about the near miss on Lorraine Kelly's show. Hey, hi guys. Hi. Oh, yeah. I nearly ran Orlando Bloom over once. Yeah. Did yeah. you know that? I stepped out in front of my car in Henley. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nearly ran him over. That would have been a different story for me today, wouldn't it? <laughs> 
Kate Blanchett faced what many parents were forced to do during the pandemic, homeschooling their children. However, on an episode of The Project, the actress described the experience as traumatic. My older kids were fine. They were able to sort of self-direct. But I had to sort of do my seven-year-old. Um, and I realised that I couldn't even teach her grade one math. And I was dead. I was a dead duck. That's The Buzz. I'm Hannah. <laughs> the Buzz on LMFM. With the Crown Plaza Dundalk. Featuring Ireland's tallest work of art. Rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. Friday Floor Filler. On 11 to 1. Yes. Lots of people getting it right. Now, some people are saying snap, okay? Which, no, it's not snap as the artist, okay? But a lot of people getting this right on 0861800658. It is my Friday floor filler song. The time of the day, the week that we just sort of go, do you know what? Forget everything that's happened all week. Forget the frustration and the stress. And we have a little dance party. And today we have a great song. We do have a fantastic song. It is Corona. How apt. How apt that it's Corona today. And it is the rhythm of the night. Just dance, let loose. Have a good time. Oh, the rhythm of the night will be back. It'll be back now. Corona, rhythm of the night. That was our floor filler song for today. Hope you enjoyed that. By the way, if you ever have, you know, a really cracking tune that you'd love me to play on a Friday for the Friday Floor Filler song do get in touch with me I'm always looking for inspiration for the Friday Floor Filler 86 658 you can do that and we'll have Friday Floor Filler song back next week now something else that happens every Friday is we talk movies with our good friend Niall O'Brien and today we are going to be talking about The Godfather, the 50th, an- 50th anniversary of The Godfather. That's going to be back on screens, which is very exciting. And also we're going to have uh, a chat about Scream as well, which uh, Niall O'Brien has seen. He also has Omniplex tickets, uh, cinema tickets up for grabs. So do stay tuned for our Mystery Voice competition. That is all on the way very shortly. LMFM's Real Reviews, sponsored by Omniplex Cinemas, the best place to see the biggest blockbuster movies in Drogheda, Dundalk and Balbriggan. Yes, it is Friday, which means we are talking movies and Niall O'Brien is on the line. How you doing, Niall? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. Now, we've a lot to get through today, uh, but before we do, we have our competition, don't we? That's right, our regular segment, Who's That Talking Now, where we ask you to identify the voice of a well-known actor or filmmaker and you could win two tickets to Omniplex Cinema if you get it right. Yep, that's right. Courtesy of our friends at Omniplex Cinemas, we have two tickets to give away to the movie of your choice at any of their locations. So it could be at Omniplex Deluxe Venue in Drogheda, Omniplex Dundalk or Omniplex in Balbriggan. No better cinema experience than seeing the biggest and best blockbuster movies at Omniplex Cinemas and the full showtimes and booking you can check out Omniplex Ie and do we need a clue? I don't know. I've listened to it there. I don't think, I think so. It's okay. I think yeah. it's it's too easy. It's too easy this week. <laughs> okay. It's always somebody somebody that we're talking about or connected to a film that we're talking about. In this yes, segment. which means you should be listening throughout the entire segment. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So uh, here is our mystery actor this week. If you can name this actor, do send us in your messages 0861800658 and you could be winning tickets to the Omniplex Cinemas. Here he is. Where in Italy? He was a strange looking person. And I thought, uh, okay. And I looked around just to know that 
I mean, he was belonged there because I mean, he came out of nowhere. There you go. That's very easy. Hooah! Yeah. <laughs> 086 who is that talking now please uh, now before we kick into uh, kind of the, the re- movies that's happening at uh, cinemas and released this week we have sad news today I think everyone's quite shocked and surprised about this that's right yeah people will have heard that uh, Meatloaf uh, the famous singer Bad Out of Hell singer uh, is dead at the age of 74 he was born Marvin Lee a day and later then changed his name to Michael because he hated the name Marvin um, but he passed away in the company of his wife we're not sure exactly what the cause of death was uh, but as well as being best known as a musician he, he started out in theatre and as a performer and there was always an element of performance to I think his stage persona as well and he did of course appear on Broadway in uh, one of the productions of the Rocky Horror Picture Show and then one of his first film parts and he has appeared in film and TV throughout the year, steadily acted um, was in the Rocky Horror Picture Show where he played the the role of Eddie um, and you know, I, I remember him, of course, from a, a couple of movies that I'll just mention very quickly. He was in a very good Steve Martin film about an evangelist called Leap of Faith in uh, in 1992. And then Spice World, which I know is one of your favourite films in <laughs> yes. 1997. He played the tour bus driver in that. But I think you, you mentioned it before the segment there. Everybody will know him from Fight Club. And mm. I think it's kind of it's a fantastic performance. 1999's Fight Club. He appeared in the film as a character called Robert Bob Paulson, a former bodybuilder builder who gets testicular cancer and uh, because of his reliance on steroids. And um, it, it was a really touching performance. I yeah. think it really showed kind of he could have had he could have had a, a, as great a career as an actor as he had as a as a singer and a stage performer. Um, I, I'll just kind of leave with there's been a lot of tributes obviously poured out to him and to his family. Um, but Stephen Fry, who had uh, appeared in the mid 80s with him on a sketch on an old Channel 4 uh, comedy show called Saturday Night Live. You're far too uh, young to remember it. But he said this on Twitter. He said, I hope the paradise is as as you remember it from the dashboard light meatloaf. Um, and he'd said uh, that meatloaf had the quality of being simultaneously frightening and cuddly, which is rare and rather wonderful. And I think that's a lovely tribute. That really is frightening and cuddly at the same time. That is so appropriate. Yeah, it really is. Um, so yeah, we will remember him. And I think if people, it's a great excuse to kind of dig out Fight Club again because I, I really feel like that was just an absolutely fantastic performance. And there's not many, there's not many, you know, uh, bigger actors than him that maybe would have even considered taking on a role like that. So, so well, did, I mean, even I know we were kind of laughing about Spice World, but he did. He was in Wayne's World as well, yes. and kind of cameo. He never took himself too seriously. He was never kind of well. I'm too good for this. I'm not going to do this. And you can see it. I think the culmination in Fight Club where he was willing to kind of take a part that like you say and not, not a lot of other performers would have yeah yeah so fair, fair play to him rest in peace Meatloaf now we are going to be talking also about The Godfather The Godfather 50th anniversary I mean I can't believe I'm even saying that that's right. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, there's a 4K re-release coming to cinemas, and now usually we talk about stuff that's coming up kind of this week, but this is coming up next month. And I thought I'd just give people plenty of time to go out and buy 
a godfather, a nice gift, maybe some cufflinks, <laughs> maybe a nice tie, something like that. Uh, because 50 is a big milestone, isn't it? And, yes. you know, this is a movie. I don't really need to tell people about this, do I? Because no, no, this was, knows uh, this. yeah, this was the f- kind of nearly one of the first event of movies. People always talk about Jaws, but I think this is a, equally up there because it had people queuing up to see it. The, the dialogue, the characters, the the imagery, it's its become ingrained in popular culture. It made a huge star of Pacino, Al Pacino, mm. um, J- James Caan as well. And as well, it kind of solidified Marlon Brando because he was in a bit of a slump when yes. he took on the role of, of uh, Don Corleone in that film. It won Oscars all around the place, Best Picture, Best Screenplay and Brando as well. Um yeah, so I'm really looking forward to going to see it. And this 4K re-release is definitely going to be worth seeing in the big screen when it, when it's released Friday the 25th of February. Yes, and that's going to be in Omniplex Cinemas. I'm very excited because I've never seen it on a big screen situation. It's always been on the no, small I, screen. No, yeah. I haven't either. And I yeah. remember I'm old enough as well. You had to rent it on two tapes because it was oh, so long. So two long. VHS tapes. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so Godfather coming next month and we will remind you about that as well. Now, Ghostface has returned to cinemas and I am a big fan of the Scream fan franchise. I will go to all of them I do, and I'll just go, go with any possible scenario that they have about reviving Ghostface. I'm all about it. Do you like scary movies? Oh, I do. <laughs> well, then we have a good one for you this week, don't we? Yes. And speaking of anniversaries, it's 25 years in this film since there was a streak of brutal murders that shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro in California. And we have a new killer because... I think we all know what happened to the other killers <laughs> yeah. who dons the ghost face mask and begins targeting a new group of teenagers uh, in order to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. Um, the, the, a lot of the original cast or the surviving, I should say, original yeah. cast return in this. But the focus really is on, like I say, a new group of, of teenagers. Uh, it begins very in very similar territory to the first movie and there's nothing wrong with that because that is one of the best opening scenes in a film oh, ever. of course uh, yeah so, so we have a character called tara tara carpenter and she is uh attacked in her house by ghostface this brings her sister samantha back to woodsboro and samantha then en- enlists the help of everybody's favorite small town deputy or retired deputy deputy in this case Dewey Riley oh, played by David Arquette brilliant. because he is let's face it he is a pretty much an expert on how to deal oh, with is. this yeah. and um, she also enlists the help of Tara's friends they are just as self-referential as the group of teenagers that we met in the first Scream and they all have a connection as well this is the other thing to those original characters in Scream so we have a clip here yep. I have to say I found it hard to find a clip that had a lot of dialogue. In okay. it, so. <laughs> I don't want one of your zany clips that you normally well, have. It's, it's kind of it's kind of halfway between. Okay, here it is. Scream. Doors locked. 
Tara, lock the doors! Lock the doors, Tara! What's going on? Oh my God, well, this, yes. This is one of the interesting... So basically, this film starts off nearly with an ident- not an identical, an updated version, I guess, of that famous opening with Drew Barrymore from the first film. And um, the, the most kind of the thing I found difficult to believe is that they had a landline in the house <laughs> but what they what they do do which I think is a good update is she's got her mobile phone and she's texting while this is happening and she also has one of these smart house things where you can lock the doors and unlock the doors but somebody's hacked it do you know what of I mean course. so yeah. um, and th- this movie opens up with that scene, I think, and lets you know exactly where this, what this film is all about. This film is all about kind of referring back to those other movies, those four other films. This is the fifth film in the franchise. They're talking about a sixth, you know? Oh, and yeah. I mean, it, uh, I'm not going to give it away, but it ends it up where I could well believe them going on with more. Um, uh, now, they have done something, but I think maybe they've done it on purpose that I hate, which is just calling it Scream. It's not called Scream 5 okay. or even five scream or something like that they so you know if you're yeah, going looking to for it, you kind of go, so are they trying to kind of it, well like again i think this is uh it, in the film itself it calls itself a requel which is a reboot and a sequel <laughs> which is a term i've never heard before but i'm going to be using it from now on all the time <laughs> of course you are um um now again this film has a lot of stuff that and one of the one of the things i'm i'm sorry i didn't do before seeing it was rewatch all the other films because it is so referential about all the other movies in a good way but it also does update kind of because those films were all about uh, like I say looking at the horror movie franchise and looking at the tropes and looking at what's going to happen and having characters say that and then kind of having it still kind of giving you a really exciting horror slasher movie in the same way you know what I mean um, and this one what this does it kind of looks at the, what has happened in horror in the last and film even in the last 25 years and and examine that and saying well what is what would it be like now today with all okay. that so you know it's got um, now you've got like I say it's got uh, some returning cast members Dewey I've all, all, uh, mentioned already Sidney Prescott played by Nave Campbell is back Gail Weathers played by Courtney Cox is back um, it's not really focused on them. It's more about the teenagers. They're um, almost like cameos, aren't they, at this stage? Really? Well, a little bit. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, they are just kind of there, I guess, as a as a handover. Because, yeah. as you say, this film could be a. Uh, it could be the start of an absolutely new franchise. Um, now, if you're judging this film on its own and you've not seen any of the other screams, I I wonder what you would think of it. Nice. Um, it is. It, I enjoyed it, and I like I've seen the all the other ones. I was sorry I hadn't kind of refreshed myself because, especially with these teenagers, and maybe it's just me getting old. I was going, they all look the same. I don't know this teenage from that teenager. They all <laughs> just look like teenagers. Um, to kind of work out, oh, that's the character connected to that actor or that character from the first film and all that. Um, but the the murders, which is what people go to see this for, are. Probably the best awesome. in the franchise, I think. Yeah. Okay, grizzly, um, grizzly and gruesome. Grizzly and gruesome, and there, it's great. It's great to see saying Nev Campbell, who I, I, she doesn't do a lot of stuff now. Even as as little as she's in this film, it's great to see her back. Um, so I did really enjoy it. It, it is a screen film, very much for twenty twenty two. Okay, you know, very good. And yeah, you know, you're maybe getting the same meal as you've you've had before, but you're still going to enjoy I'm it because it's one of, one of the meals that you like. Meals. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Exactly. Uh, so moving on to a preview that's dropping on Netflix, uh, Netflix Munich, The Edge of War. 
That's right. It's just out today and I haven't had a chance to see it, but it's based on the uh, best-selling novel by, <coughs> excuse me, author Robert Harris. Uh, it's set in 1938 in... Uh, uh, autumn of 1938 in Europe is on the brink of war. Adolf Hitler is preparing to invade Czechoslovakia. Neville Chamberlain's government is desperately seeking a peaceful solution and with the pressure building, a character called Hugh Legat, played by George McKay, who people will remember from 1917, who's really good in that oh, and yeah. also really good in, in a film called Pride. He's great in that too. Um, and he is an aide to Neville Chamberlain and who's played by Jeremy Irons who is fantastic in this. Oh, I love, this, him. From, love him. From what I've seen. I've, I've only seen the trailer. Um, and he's sent to meet an old college friend, an Oxford friend of his, Paul von Hartmann, who is a German diplomat. And he's trying, he, he's sent to kind of, the two of them are going to unite to try and stop basically uh, World War Two from happening. Can they stop World, for, World War Two from happening? Spoiler alert, no. But <laughs> I, from what I've seen, it still looks like a film that's going to have a lot of suspense and a lot of excitement to it. You know what I mean? So I'm really looking forward to seeing it. We have a, a little clip here from the yeah. trailer. Okay, here it is. I believe the name Paul von Hartmann is known to you. Yes, sir. We were at Oxford together. He has a document in his possession. We'd like you to go to Munich tomorrow and get the document. Sounds good. That's uh, out on Netflix, Munich, The Edge of War. Now, for those who like to watch television and want to watch movies on TV, you have a couple of recommendations for us. We do, yes. Uh, tonight's Cowboy on TG4 at five past nine is one from 1970 called the Cheyenne Social Club. Uh, and it's actually, funnily enough, directed by well-known dancer. Not Well, he did direct stuff as well, Gene Kelly. And it stars Jimmy Stewart. He plays a cowboy called John O'Halloran who inherits a business in Wyoming. And he sets off with his friend, played by Henry Fonda, to find out what that business is. But when he gets there, he's a little bit shocked to realise that it's a house of ill repute. So this is a kind of a comedy western, if you like. But it's still got... It's got I mean, the reason to see it really is James Stewart and Henry Fonda together in a, in a cowboy. So I'm looking forward to rewatching that maybe tonight. Uh, but at the same time, though, on RT2, around the same time at half past nine, I you can't handle the truth. You, know? oh, you can't handle the I truth can't. about this film. A Few Good Men, <laughs> uh, directed by Rob Reiner. Uh, we've got Tom Cruise playing Daniel Caffey, who's a, a Navy lawyer who is sent to defend two U.S. Marines charged with murdering a fellow Marine in Guantanamo Bay. Uh, it's written by Aaron Sorkin based on a play that he wrote. Uh, it's just a great film. It's Amazing. really good. Tom, yeah. Tom Cruise is at his best. Demi Moore is in there as well. And of course, Jack Nicholson as uh, as Colonel Jessup. He's yes, he's fantastic in that. And you have another great one on T.G. Cahar on Saturday night as well, is it? Uh, it is Saturday night now. Uh, this is uh, uh, five past eleven. Now I've not seen this one, but the reviews when it came out made me want to see it, and I just didn't get a chance. So now that it's on TV, I will. This is Northern Soul, uh, and it's about basically it's a dramatization or it, it's a, a drama about uh, this kind of huge resurgence in soul music that happened in the north of England in the seventies, and it's about a disc jockey who introduces his new friend uh, to. Uh, 
Northern Soul, which was this combination of American soul and distinctive kind of dance styles that happened around the north of England uh, around this time in the 70s. So I'm looking forward to seeing that because it, it's, uh, like I say, the, the reviews were great when it came out. I heard about it and I just, it's one that kind of fell through the cracks. Fantastic Northern Soul, TG Carr, Saturday night at five past 11. Going to give them a little bit more time here. I'm going to play the mystery voice again. Uh, we've got a good few entries all getting it right, but just so people have a chance. But for now, thank Thank you so much for Jam Packed Real Reviews. We'll chat to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Relish, you I'm thinking of. You're listening to LMFM Radio. Sinead Brazel here with you till 1. And just going back to our mystery voice competition because I want to give you tickets to the Omniplex Cinemas. And just to give you another little bit of a clue. So this particular actor... He starred in Scarface as well. Uh, we were talking about another gangster movie that's celebrating a 50th anniversary during the segment as well that he starred in. Also, Scent of a Woman. Can you guess our mystery voice actor? I'll play it again for you. Who is this talking? You know, we're in Italy. He was a strange looking person. And I thought, uh, okay. And I looked around just to know that I mean, he was belonged there because I mean, he came out of nowhere. Who is the actor that is talking in that clip? You could be winning Omniplex cinema tickets. 86 658 Anish, Ain Crack, Air LMFM. Clearly, we're in show. Shans Nachmalin, Nadine, Alina, and Dahl, Oam Gaham, Ach Riven Law Show, Savli, Nideg, Nideg, Nirvain Dahl, Om. Horla Crinu, Surround Room, then Mansion House, then a Sinn Fein MPs, a Tao Huig Parliament, Nabratana, August Ogershid, the Dahl of the Irish Republic. Near Ahan Ainish, Shachas on Russian, Soviet, Federative, Socialist Republic, and Dahl Show, Kagan Yarna, Erni, and Nihil, lobbying again of Erin Rilthus, Sna States. We finished Shachtina and Gade Krinu Shodendal, Akuru Kusker and Manfor in Eation, August Fear Hudal Underground. Nurishinu on Anglo Irish Treaty, August Bunyu Serstort Naheran in Nijak Vihido, Anam Neon Doyle Marantok Sochrucht and Naraktus, Parliament Naheran. So Tusbon and Chin and Bua Avenic Perseverance. Shine, Crack and Lay. Ain Crack, Air LMFM. Now, if you're on the job hunt, I have a couple of jobs on my list today. Meath County Council requires an executive planner and a technician grade one to apply. Please check out current vacancies on the Meath County Council website. Sevens Cabs and Coach Hire and Dundalk requires a bus driver and a mechanic. If you're interested, you can email info at sevens.ie. Phone wash, watch requires installation and in engineers based in Louth, Meath and North County Dublin. For details, check out phonewatch.ie. Meath County Council are also looking for a graduate engineer to apply. You can look at the website there for all the details. Kieran's is of Drogheda. Bus hire requires experienced full or part-time bus drivers for school runs. Please email kieransofdrogheda at gmail.com or check out the website kieransmbh.ie. Flexible light maintenance, caretaking and cleaning are seeking part-time employees in the Drogheda area. To apply, simply email a short CV to flmcjobs at gmail.com. Part-time post office assistant required for the Castletown Road Post Office in Dundalk for an immediate start there. Please send your CV to vacancypostoffice at gmail.com. 
and an experienced dental nurse is required with accommodation provided in Dublin city centre. Please send your CV to surgerydental at hotmail.com. And don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie. Quick break. We have our winner for our Omniplex tickets and I have Tom Grennan with a little bit of love on the way for you. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Was, of course, Al Pacino was our mystery voice today in the clip. And I want to say congratulations to Sarah Hill. Not sure where you are in the Northeast, but you are going along to the Omniplex Cinema. So enjoy those. And we will have more tickets on next week's show. That is our lot for today and for this week. Thank you so much for your company. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll leave you in the company of Tom Grennan. Have a good one. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.